Hi, this is Rick from Starbase 66, and you're listening to an apotheosis of a bombast. So, set your phasers to stun, photon torpedoes ahead, warp factor 10, and may the force be... Oh, jeez. That's too geeky even for me. Just take it away, Scott Nilton. Hello, I'm Mr. Jim Moon from Hypnagoria.com, and you're listening to an apotheosis of a bombast. Hello everyone and welcome to an apotheosis of a bombast episode number 091. That's 91 for the hard of hearing and writing, I think. Uh, I am Elton Mamanis as always in England and joining me today is not Scott Copperman. He's um, going through a kick-ass stage. Apparently he's lost all feeling in all limbs of his body and is now um, floating in a magnet. But today, I'm joined instead by a wonderful person. His name, well, he goes by the name of Captain Morgan. It's Captain Morgan. Hello, everyone. Or James. Or James. Yes. And you're in... Frank, if I owe you money. (laughs) And you're in Wales, if anyone couldn't guess. Well, you know, people say that, and they go, where are you from? And I just look at people and go can't tell from my accent but then to me i don't have an accent you're the one with the accent yeah no no i've been through this before no i don't have the accent i have i'm the i'm the normal person here you have the accent what do you mean the normal person oh look he's peaked already (laughs) (laughs) oh no oh no skype's died already James, 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 James. Hello there, this is Tim from the Appetize podcast, and you're listening to An Apotheosis of a Bombast. Oh, you're back. Uh, yeah. What? I could hear you for most of that. What happened? I don't know. You went offline. No, I didn't. You did. No, no, don't Tim give me that tosh. You went yeah. offline. Don't I? Don't make keep me. Keep in mind, I like to call where I live the Twilight Zone because mm-hmm. we're on the edge of nothing. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. who knows? Okay, so we might be involved in Skype crashes throughout this. That's wicked. I I enjoy well, that. It's a, it's been pretty good so far. No, that's the first Skype crash I've had in a couple of weeks. Oh, good. As I said, the last time I used Skype, though, was on video calling, and we weren't exactly talking. But never mind about that. Oh, man. Okay, right, okay, let's get down to nitty-gritty. Have you ever done chat roulette? Do you know, I haven't. Oh. You'd think it'd be my thing. That surprises me. Well, I would enjoy seeing other people randomly... It's them seeing me I don't really particularly like. Because um, I'm i a bit fussy. <laughs> and uh, if I don't like you, why should you bask in my glorious nature and my amazing good looks? Uh, there, there are many ways of solving that problem, I suppose. You could go for the, the classic brown paper bag with holes cut in it for your eyes. Oh. 
the problem, first problem, where do you find a brown paper bag these days? Hmm. I'm sure you can buy them on I, uh, the the internet. Yes, the internet. Or you, or you can go for the sadistic uh, plastic bag with gaffer tape around the, the neck. Yeah, I'm not allowed to do that anymore. Oh, okay. There's a court order. <laughs> okay, just to warn people who may not be uh, accustomed to James's subtle humour, uh, this one might get a bit mucky. We, we don't know how don't mucky know. it will get, but... Why do you have to warn people? I like the surprise and the look of horror on their faces when I tell them about my fisting story. I meant song. <laughs> I've, that's because I'm trying to do two things at once. I'm so upset now. You have to edit that out. <laughs> Let's try that again. Have you ever tried to stuff a, a turkey and it's, that's gone through your head? Uh, I'm actually fisting a chicken or a turkey. Do you know, I don't actually do that because I'm not a big fan of chicken or turkey. Oh, man. Chicken um, tastes like everything. No, because I, I don't like plain chicken. Um, if it's got, like, I don't mind if it's spiced or if it's seasoned enough, but plain chicken is just boring to me. I don't like it. Do you ever make the chicken dance on the side of the table? Not really, because um, all the insides would fall out. You know, the, uh, the stuffing and all that would just come out everywhere. I know you do before you stuff it and before you cook it. You oh, literally well. rip it out the bag and then you make it, you spread its wings, you get its mm. legs, because it hasn't got any feet anymore, and then you balance it and then you dance it across. And then if you're... you're a friend who's come over for dinner or in my case boudoir walks into the kitchen then she can't eat that meal because she's seen it dance on the side of the table yeah if i did that i'd probably be taken away to a secure ward i most people think i'm crazy anyway if i start making my food dance for me then that would be the last straw but um the other reason of course would be that when i get when we have chicken, it's usually tied together, right? You know, the legs are tied back and in place. Mm-hmm. So it, that would involve, you know, cutting the string, making the chicken dance. Oh, better yet, use the string as a puppet. Then you could have a little marionette dance. Yes. <laughs> I'm, waiting for you, I'm waiting for someone to catch on to what marionette means because I'm so posh. That's like I'm a, right, a I'm puppet. I'm right posh, I am. I think I know what Maria is. That's like a puppet and stuff, isn't it? My goodness, you're like Einstein. Uh huh. I'm trying to think. I couldn't think of some other famous scientist for a second. Hawking? I suppose, but he doesn't strike me as the puppet lover. Hmm. Who'd win in the fight between Einstein and Hawking then? Ooh. Li- literally fisticuffs. See, now I think Stephen Hawking's chair has some sort of secret transformer power. Because he's so rich and he's so well-known. He's like, sod it. I'm going to get that experimental stuff before you. I think he'd secretly win with some sort of mind control, robotic arms that sort of flip out the side and they punch Einstein. Because, you know, Einstein is dead. And uh, he does have a bit of an advantage being alive. Yeah, but if they were going to be both alive, I think they'd have to team up and tackle Nikola Tesla. Uh, 
Ooh. You're going for tag teams and you're going for scientific deathmatch. Yeah, well, Tesla would win on a deathmatch because he'd you know, shock them both to death. But in a fighting hand-to-hand, what's that thing called? Ultimate fighting thing. Yes, you know, the ultimate the, fighting thing, yes. Yeah, I couldn't think of what... I don't, there's another word to make three words for it, but I, I can only remember the ultimate fighting thing because then I get distracted by men in tight pants. Um, then I think Tesla would win over... Stephen Hawking, and Hawking would probably use his robotic chair over Einstein, but I think it would be a close match between Hawking and Tesla, because Tesla would be into how the chair moves, and he'd be able to sort of think about, you know, strategies, and I think it would be very close. I think Tesla would win just about, but I wouldn't like to bet money on it. You'd be too close for that. Mm. I like to think of the chair of the Stephen Hawking having uh, Inspector Gadget qualities to it. Yeah. Just just one, maybe uh, an arm that pops out and can turn the kettle on. or And he could use that in a, a, a fisticuff kind of way. I don't know. It's science mysteries. You've probably got to be part of the inner circle of scientists to find out or something. Hmm. Maybe he can use the power of his thought as well. Yeah. Maybe he's just got a death ray tucked under the seat. I mean, we don't know. <laughs> or rockets to get the fuck out of there. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, everyone thinks he's nice and kind, but really, he could be an evil genius for all we know, you know. I'm secretly planning... I can't do the voice. I'm secretly planning to take over the world and kill you all. Ha, 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 ha. Oh, my latest book is out. <laughs> Hello, I'm Stephen Hawking. I am ever so kind. Ignore that giant laser gun over there. <laughs> and thus, I go to hell when I die. Uh, right, okay. Um... <clears throat> Should we jump into some stories that I've got for you? Did, I oh, love story time. I could tell this one like a story time if you wish. Yes. Okay. Yes, you must do it. Okay. I'm sitting comfortably, so you don't have to ask that. No, you have to. You have to ask this. Are you sitting comfortably? Because then I can't begin if I don't ask that. Go on then. Are you sitting comfortably? No. Wait there. Right. Now I am, yes. Then I'll begin. Good. Once upon a time, there was an exchange student for Japan. And she is now presumed dead after being swept over the Niagara Falls on Sunday. A woman in her 20s was studying in Toronto. She climbed onto a pillar overlooking the Canadian side of the falls and slipped over, police said. Oh. She then fell into the Niagara River about 80 foot up from the edge of the falls and was swept over. As of Monday morning, the woman's body had not been recovered, but officials say they are working with the Japanese consulate. Con- consult? Con- consulate. Oh, I, I got it right the first time. That's good. To notify her family. This was a little while ago as well, by the way. This was probably oh, right. uh, the 15th of August. It's quite sad, though. 
quite sad. But as as far as I can tell, she she was on rails and posing for a picture with an umbrella, and she then went to stand up on the rails to pose for a picture or to take a picture, and then slept uh, slipped into the water, and thus fall into her untimely death at the bottom of the water. Right. I was expecting some sort of funny ending to that, so I'm just sad now. Uh, well, you know, we, we have to have to bring everyone down to bring them back up towards the very end. Trust me. Well, I do like making people go down. Did you hear about the people in Isle of Wight that fell off their cliff as well? There was two people in the car and they literally ran out of Isle of Wight. I don't know. I... I heard about the woman who drove off the road. I don't know if it's the same one. This was the other week. Mm. She was it. She was in the car, and then suddenly there was no road, and she was about twenty foot away from the ocean, and she had to stay in the car all night. I don't know why. I mean, if I had driven off the road and almost drowned, uh, or you... fell to my death, I would get out of the car and try climbing the banking. I think these are the people that were following their satnav, though. Surely. Uh, well, I don't have a sat-nav because, you know, I, I, would, I would have one because I am notorious for getting lost. But uh, I know better than trust it blindly. Uh, well, it's, it's kind of hard when you don't know where you are and it says turn left down this road and you think, oh, okay, I'll go down this road. Not that this ever happened to me, but I turned left down this road and... It was like like a, a single track road. And then the walls of this road grew heavier and heavier with bush. And then they started to close in on the <laughs> mysterious van that I was driving, not driving, because it didn't happen to me. And then, and then I, in the distance, I could see cars driving from left to right at the very end. I thought, oh, that must be the road that I'm he- not heading towards because it wasn't me. And... As you get closer, you get closer, and the bushes are creeping in, creeping in, and then all of a sudden, you see three bollards, and you think, oh my god, and then you, you, you slam on your brakes. At that or point... Rather, you didn't slam on your brakes, because this wasn't you. No, no, it, it was um, a friend, I do believe right. they're called. A but, friend of a friend. <laughs> yeah, but then this friend had the whole road to reverse up as well, with bush tickling each side of his car i must right. say that he, he he did feel a bit silly yeah <laughs> i think of everyone's course. done that with with see my sense of direction is terrible it really is crap and i i struggle to to place myself in a building sometimes it's really hard Do you, in indiana jones they said that uh oh what's his name he got Indiana lost in Jones? it. No, not lost. No, no, not him. His friend, <laughs> the the bloke played by the bloke who's now dead. My brain is going to mash. Doesn't really narrow it down. No, oh, okay, but he got lost in his own museum, and yeah, it's, it's kind of like me. I, I'm terrible, so I do need a sat nav, and I don't follow it onto graves, uh, graveyards, and drive along and knock off tombstones and drive into the water but I do drive down roads which narrow, or I don't drive down roads which narrow yes. and end up in bollards. No, because that wasn't you. No. No. I can't make any excuses about sat-navs. I just go, what's that? Well, where am I going? 
oh, I'll go down there. And then I end up back where I started. I once went to uh, see a friend in Cardiff. And I said, yes, okay, I'll drop you off home. And I can just loop around and leave that way. He said, okay, then. Dropped him off. Said bye. Drove off. Ended up at some lake, which is a bit surprising because I didn't know there was a lake on that side of Cardiff. Right. Drove off around the roundabout. Ended up at the lake. Got to the roundabout. Went off a different way. Ended back up at the lake. Got to the roundabout. Drove off the other way, which turned out to be a way that I must have gone already because I ended up back at the lake. I felt like I was in some sort of horror film. I just couldn't escape. I just some, <laughs> but I was there for hours, like a good hour and a half, just trying to find my way back to where I knew to get out. I went down streets I didn't even know existed. That's uh, horrible. You know, and it's like gone midnight, and I haven't even left Cardiff. I'm just looping round backwards and forwards, going, "Where am I? Where am I?" I have no idea. I will die before I get home. I will starve to death or I'll run out of petrol. That's a horrible feeling, though, because you do actually think, my God, what am I going to do? Yeah, and I mean, it was daft because, you know, I could have just gone back to my friend's house somehow. Probably would have ended up back at the lake, you know. I should have just driven to the lake and I would have ended up on the outskirts of Cardiff again. Where I needed to be, but um, <laughs> you know, it's just then your mind starts playing tricks. Like, where have I been? Have I been down that way? Have I been down this way? Have I been to this roundabout before? Mm. I'm pretty sure I've been down that one, that one, and that one. I'll try that one, and then you realise that's where you went the first time because you thought you took a wrong turn, and it's all all of it. I don't drive anywhere anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I do. I love driving, but um, I now only drive to places I know I can get to. To and from, and that's it. Yes. Yeah. Well, I say that. When I've got the time, I will drive places because I know fully well that at some point I will be taking a little detour, uh, <laughs> especially if I go to Cambran, which is terrible because it's, it's awkward because they got, th- it's like three roundabouts. As you, they got a weird, they got it's a bit of a one-way system in the town centre. Right. So as you come out, there's a one mini roundabout, and you've got to get off that to another mini roundabout, and then you go down the road to one big roundabout, and then you've got to get on to the other big roundabout. Now the thing is, your brain is going. I have to turn off on, say, the third exit on the roundabout. But then you get to the roundabout, whichever one it is, and you think, oh, I've got to take the third exit. Except you just have, because that was the one to get you here. And you end up going off and up the mountain. And it's like, where have I been? And I, <laughs> I said I didn't even know you could come home that way. Because <laughs> I ended up going up and around the fields in the middle of nowhere again. I know all the roads, mind. I mean, you could ask me to go anywhere and I can get there. Yeah, sounds like it, yeah. (laughs) As long as you don't need to rush, because I will take a wrong turn. Well, I'm glad it was a story about roundabouts. It sounded like it was heading to a a mucky conclusion, maybe a 
a dog-in story or something like that. I don't know. No, no. <laughs> that would be... This will be my only clean story. Uh, I will try to make all of them as filthy as I can. Okay. There are, there are get, rules to dog-in, though, aren't there? Yes. Like yes. Um, windows down, um, lights on. Uh, well, l- lights on, certainly. Uh, I don't think I have to have the windows down, but... If you want people to participate, shall we say, or say things or call out encouragement, then I think you can have windows <laughs> open a crack. Uh, but call out encouragement. Yeah. Wicked. I mean, you want to be praised for your hard work, you know. I thought windows down would encourage a squeeze. Well, maybe you don't want people to actually touch you. Maybe you just want to be like the voyeuristic part. Radio on. Um. Well, unless you get into some weird position and then you might need the window down to stick your leg out. <laughs> unless you've got a sunroof and then really, you know, whatever. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> I, there's a wonderful song about dogging. Is there? By Fascinating Aida. I love Fascinating Aida. It's these three women. There's four of them at some point. You know, over the years there's been four, then there's three, then there's four. They sing... Uh, they're actually, they're, they're proper actresses and singers, but they sing, when they're in Fascinating Aida, really filthy and comic songs. So uh, there's one about talking, uh, one about, well, I won't spoil some of them because the titles don't always give away what the song's about. Oh, until, right, okay. Until you get halfway through and then you realise and you go, oh my God. And I'm listening to this with my grandmother in the room. She's going to die of shock. I mean, I don't do that. I just wear my headphones when I'm listening to them. <laughs> but uh, they're on YouTube. You can look at clips on YouTube. Oh, that's where I saw the dogging song because it's new. There's a new dogging song. Yes. <clears throat> that was wonderful. Problem was, I'm in a. I got started writing songs because you know i like writing and short stories mainly yes yeah and i do poems and all sorts and uh, recently i've been trying to do that say songs more poems to music because i i can't sing so but uh i thought yeah whatever and i watched some of these clips i was like well You've now ruined five of my ideas because all I can think about now are your songs. And uh, I can't justify doing these because all I, you know, because I'm subconsciously stealing your words. Mm. And I will never do that. You know, I hate that. Shall I hit another story then? I might as well hit another story. Hang on a minute. Yeah. Let, let me find you another story then. A man from Arizona, uh, a Phoenix man, accidentally blew off his dick in a supermarket parking lot. (laughs) After he tucked his girlfriend's pink pistol in the waistband of his pants, according to a stone-faced police officer on the scene on this ABC 15 report, the gun accidentally discharged, sending a bullet directly through his penis and through to his left leg. (laughs) Ha ha ha! I love the fact that they have to say the policeman was stone-faced. Yeah, as if, like, he didn't laugh about it. Oh, dear. See, now you shouldn't... It's never a good idea when something goes off in your pants. Because mm. it's always a mess. 
this time, of course, it happened to be blood. Uh, not really the best option, you know. Sometimes it's hard to miss. And and it was pink, a pink pistol in the waistband. So, okay, right, a waistband of his pants shows that he had elasticated trousers, joggers, or something like that anyway. So, you hope so. Otherwise, mm. he's forcing a gun between his skin and not... Actually, that might be how it went off. Because the elastic might keep it in place safely. I don't know. I don't know. Surely it's it's the worst place to put a gun anyway. And if you're walking into a store, you're going to tuck it in in the groove Why would you have a bum. gun in the store in the beginning? They all do, don't they? Ameri- every American well. <laughs> has a gun, don't they? I don't know, but I don't think they all take them shopping with them. That's I mean, we, ass- we assume he was going shopping. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. They just pop out down to the... Um, the supermarket, and they all take their guns with them. And then as they walk in, they tuck them in their, the backs of their pants, and then they put their T-shirt over the top because that hides every single gun in the movies. And Yeah, not so much in real life. No, but then obviously you get the, the minority that stick it down the front of their pants, and then you have the minority of that minority which end up damaging themselves. And then you have the minority of that minority, which ends up shooting off their penis and ended up on the news. Yeah, you should never put the gun gun in the front of your trousers. Even the biggest gun nut will say that. Because, well, because there's a bit of a danger. (laughs) I mean, you know, I don't think I need to justify this anymore, actually. I mean, that's why we're talking about it. I think you're actually asking for trouble doing it, though, aren't you? Surely. You know. That's like trying to grab a knife by the blade and going, oh, my fingers are cut. I'm so shocked. Mm. I'm wondering if it is actually possible to surgically reattach his penis as well. Because you're going to have shards of it in his leg. Yeah, it has been done before if it's been severed by a clean cut or some, some sort of accident that's sliced it directly it's never going to be perfect if you reattach it but you can have like um i can't think what they're called now they're like a fluid tube that's inside and you sort of connect it's they they were developed for people with uh impotence impotence problems Mm. it because your blood can't fill up the penis tissue naturally anymore so you fill up this uh sort of tube it's like a bit like a balloon inside so it it sort of artificially inflates it so you could sort of do it that way mangled and gunshot destroyed i doubt it i don't know there's going to be strands of everything around there and yeah uh, you're making mine feel really awful because i'm just imagining it and it's like Mm. when you ever see do you ever watch these um uh NHS programs on, on the TV, not like Casualty and Holby, Holby City, because obviously they're the same thing. But, you know, when you see these real life uh, A&E dramas that you have and they bring the person in and he's smashed his hand up. And do you ever look at the hand and your hands go funny or your feet go funny because he's broken his leg? And uh, I always get tingly 
and then I have to shake my hands or shake my leg just to, you know, nullify it. Uh, and Partially. Not everything. Because uh, sometimes, like, uh, my mother's big fan of 10 years younger. Not so much now, but when it started. Oh, yeah, and, that's a uh, cheat of a program, though, that is. Well, that's not so bad. But it's when they were going, and now we'll give her a facelift. Yeah. And they're pulling the skin. And I'm sat there going, <coughs> oh, that's so interesting. And then they go, and now we'll give her the nose job. And I love that because they take the file and they break your nose and then they put the file up your nose and yeah. your whole face is shaking because you're like cold. But your whole face and your nose is shaking all over the place as they file everything away. And yeah. I'm sat there laughing going, oh, this is so interesting. This is so fantastic. <laughs> and then we get to things like uh, the, t- the dentists and I hate that. I can't watch it. When they, they file their teeth down to put the, the porcelains and caps on, I can't stand it. Which is weird because I don't mind going to the dentist myself. Possibly because I've never had anything done to my teeth because they're perfect. Mm. Which isn't boasting, it's actually true. Uh, <laughs> hey, no, if you've got perfect teeth, then you know, let yeah. the world know. But uh, then I watch and I think, I can't stand that. That's my thing. Pe- people who break their teeth or uh, cut their teeth... Uh, you know, cut your hand off and I'll sit there and go, I'll watch you reattach that dig- each digit, you know. Um, cut your ear, a bit freaky. Mm. You know, it all depends, you know, where it is and how you did it. And See, I like it when they break their nose and file it. It's literally you have the surgeon treading on their chest and filing away <laughs> on their nose. <laughs> oh, but the thing is, uh, it was, because you, you don't expect it to be so comical. Mm. But it's the fact that this file is like a foot long and half of it's in your head face because, you know, because your nose goes so far up because you can only see, you know, it's like an iceberg. You only see the little bit on your face. <laughs> <laughs> if you see what I mean. Because they, they're going inside to change the inside shape, to change the outside shape. Oh. And I'm sat there going, oh, this is so brilliant. And then they go, and now, and then, uh, you know, it's like after the surgery, they look like they've been savagely attacked by people and they're going, I feel fantastic. And they can barely move mm. and their skin is peeling off. <laughs> they, they also go for the lipo or liposuction as well on, on their inner thighs. And then yeah. they come walking out like John Wayne. <laughs> I, that's not something I enjoy, the liposuction stuff. I don't know what it is. I think it's the tubes because they're clear tubes to check for blood. Mm-hmm. So you can see all the fat and all the stuff being sucked out. It's it's not that that grosses me out about that. It's more the the stabbing motion that they force around. And you know that they're tearing your skin away from that fat and then digging into yeah. it. And I think it, it's not the fat <clears throat> itself I think I don't like. It's the fact that my brain is going... There is now a hole inside of you mm. where this fat used to be. I think that's the part that I don't like. Yeah, it's, you, that no, space it's, has to be taken up with something, surely. Mm. No, I I don't like that. Ooh, I I just think that program is a bit of a cheat. I I don't think it's been on for a little while, but no, I think I it's a bit of a cheat. Well, I liked it because they didn't do really drastic things like there was a, a like an american version of it it wasn't 10 years younger it was someone else and they were like and now we'll give you 
14 cosmetic surgeries and you'll be visited by 45 stylists and you'll work out for 19 hours a day and after three months you look fantastic i was like yeah but you know those breast implants that you're so proud of they have to be uh replaced every three to five years for some of them so unless you've got another ten thousand dollars stashed away which you could have used to do it in the beginning mm. you know uh they're gonna have to come out and that chemical peel that you just had that's not gonna last forever and the hair extensions that you've had in they're gonna come out basically it was very shallow you know, I like 10 years younger because they were like, they, you know, they'd say, you know, they give you practical things like other people could do. Like um, in one show, she had, she had her teeth whitened and someone else. And then it was all about super, superficial things like how she had to cut her hair and makeup and clothes. And that was it. And it was like, I enjoy that because they're not making people to look like they're teenagers when they're actually 40 odd. You know, they're just making people look their age. Well, they're, they're making people look really nice. It's yeah. very similar to these DIY programs where you have on the house, where you have someone come in and do up their house for them. And you know, it's all superficial. And it, it's literally, as long as it lasts for their recording when they're on there that day, then they're fine. And they might put all this plasterboard on and plaster the walls and paint it and make it look really nice but you know don't touch it because it'll fall off do you know what i'd never go on one of those if i come home and found someone had come into my house touched my things ripped out all my furniture replaced everything with something that maybe i don't even like and then broadcast it on tv i would be outraged be like you know this is all my private stuff what are you doing mm. i got nothing i i mean i'll show you whatever i got in my room but you know don't come in you without me knowing <laughs> you're just thinking about why i got stashed in my cupboards aren't you oh, it's just literally boxes and boxes of porn isn't it not boxes shelves okay fair enough you know, that's what my cupboards are for. I don't have it in boxes. I'd never be able to find anything then. <laughs> I categorise everything. You'd just be hitting the same material again and again, really, wouldn't you, if it was in boxes, I suppose? Oh, do you know, I've been doing that online. It's so sad. You start off thinking, oh, this is such a good site. I'll come back. And then you come back and then you think, oh, I've seen this video. Oh, there's an... And then after a while, you think, I've seen this video and this one and this one. And it's getting a bit boring. Familiarity then, breeds contempt. Yeah. And it's, it's not that they're all bad because, you know, like the, the one updates like four videos every couple of weeks because they're very picky. And that's pretty good because they actually use um, the clips from actual films. Like uh, companies like give them permission, really. Right. Because then they get links to their companies through it and it's okay. And then you've got things like Xtube where everyone and anyone can post things up. But it's like, this is such crap, basically. Because then it's like, and now I will give you a close-up of my genitals. And then you go to the next one. And now I will give you a close-up of my genitals. And it's like, really? I know you're all different people doing this, but I wouldn't be able to tell you apart. I mean, technically I could, because I can see how you're different. But... You know, <laughs> 
but really, you know, do something different. You know, be, you know, that's if you, there's a, a site called Men with iPhones. Right. <laughs> it's just men, pictures of men with, holding their iPhones. And some of them are fully dressed. Right. And some of them are with a friend. I'm doing the air comma things around friend. Yeah, I heard them. And uh, some are by themselves. <laughs> but uh, a lot of them are very samey. Because, you know, they're in bathrooms and there's a big mirror. And they go, I will take a picture of myself. There's, there's only, surely only a certain amount of poses with an iPhone you can do. Yeah. Yes, there are. But that's why when you get something that's different, there are always triple the amount of comments on it. Uh, there, even if it's just something like there were two of you in the picture, then that will get you more comments than if it's just you. So when you have something like, I'm over here, but you're over there, and you're sort of on the floor, spreading your leg ever so slightly to the side, and I'm holding the camera, because that's the only uh, requirement, is that you've got to be a man. Because mm -hmm. it's, you know, oh no, it's guys with iPhone. Is it, what's it called? Hang on. I can't think of the actual proper name now. You're that? actually going to search for it. Go on. Do so, you, yeah. oh, right, just before, do you ever watch scary movies, right? You can go back to this, definitely. But right. ever watch scary movies, and then after the scary movie, you need to cleanse yourself. And so what I do is I turn on the cartoon channels just to, you know, just to balance it out. So I was scared, and now I need something to cleanse me a little bit. So look, cartoons and silly stuff going on. And I, I, I feel... I'm going to need the cartoons after this episode. <laughs> oh, you'll need more than cartoons. <laughs> uh, I'm just trying to think of Batman now you've said that. I, I love the, uh, the new Batman cartoon. Oh, I haven't seen But apparently there's a new Thundercats cartoon out at the moment. Is there? No, yeah. No. Yeah, I never like Thundercats. Oh, Shitara. Shitara. Yeah. See, thing is, even though I'm the same age as people who watched it, I never watched it. Oh. It's weird. Because um, it's like when you get to a certain age, as soon as you hit like 20-odd, because I'm 29 if anyone's interested, uh, people start getting all nostalgic about things. Oh, yeah. Uh, one, of, one of these was Thundercats. And someone said, you know, Thundercats... And they said something, and I just looked blank at them, like, what? You know, Thundercats. I never see it. And there was just this look of amazement, like, you never seen it ever. Never ever. No, never seen it. I don't even know anything about it. You're just saying words, and I have no idea what they mean. And it's just like, what? What? It's like, no, really, I have no But then I say things, and people look at me like, what are you talking about? I was like, but how do you not know this? And then I have to remind myself that I work with people 10 years younger than I am. Mm -hmm. And they weren't born when some of this stuff was out. So, yeah, well, if you didn't watch Thundercats when you got home from school, what did you watch then? Uh, I watched ITV. And I oh, Thundercats was on BBC. Yeah, you was an ITV person. Yes. Oh, boo and a hiss to you, sir. Oh, no. BBC was so drab. 
No, BBC was better. It nah. was. What? What? Okay. What did ITV add? All it had was that dungeon thing. Where, <sighs> nightmare. Yeah, nightmare. I don't even. I can't believe I remember the name of that. I love nightmare. It, it was good. It was good. But that's all they had. But BBC had Grange Hill. BBC had Philip Schofield and the broom cupboard. Come on. I'm giving you a look of contempt. Uh, BBC had droids. That was really good. BBC had Tony Hart and his heartbeat. Okay, I did like heartbeat. Uh, I do like a good art program. I, I, will, I will admit I enjoyed that. If I caught it and it was on... Fair enough. And then you had the Pony ITV version of Art Attack with Neil Buchanan. I didn't mind that as well. Oh, that right. was rubbish. Uh, they uh, ITV did have Woof about the boy who would turn into a dog spontaneously. Uh, although I mainly enjoyed that because of the idea of a young boy running around naked. And hey, guess what? I really enjoyed watching grown men run around naked. <laughs> Bit of a clue there. Yeah. Let, uh, let, let's clarify that. On for a couple more years. Let's clarify one thing. You was a little boy at the time as well. Yes. I Actually, it was about my age. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's fine. <laughs> you know, that was basically, I think that's why I, the dog, they turned into a dog part was all right as well. Uh, the thing is, he was a scruffy dog. Um, I can't know, remember it at all. I, I only remember because the dog was ugly. I say ugly, not, not ugly. You know the, um, is it Baker's Complete with the, the sort of scruffy dog on it? I think I, didn't Johnny Briggs have one of them jo- dogs? I don't, it's a proper breed of dog, I know that. But I don't know what it's called. I don't know. And I, I, th- I think he turned into one of those. Uh... Yeah, I just I just enjoyed the thought of someone my age running around. Yeah. <laughs> Hard to believe I didn't really catch on to why for another 10... No, not 10 years. How old have I been? I must have been... And, oh, no, I was under nine. I would have been about eight. Uh-huh. Yeah, it would have been another... Six to seven years, depending on when the show was actually on, before I realised why. <laughs> Coincidentally, I was also making my Ghostbusters fuck each other up the arse, but again, <laughs> didn't realise why till uh, later on. There was lots of ectoplasm everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I hated that. I had, I because for some reason I loved, I loved the Ghostbusters. I uh, liked the cartoon, and I obviously liked the movie. Yeah, the movies, yeah. but I like the cartoon. I had loads of stuff. One Christmas, I just had everything. Ghostbusters. I had the firehouse. I had the car. I had all these figures. Problem was, by the end of Christmas Day, I was sick of Ghostbusters. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, yeah, another Ghostbusters thing. Thank you very much. I will just chuck it into the pile with the rest of it. You know, I think it was just because that one day I was just burnt out on Ghostbusters. Yeah. I did enjoy it all. Wish I could have kept, wish I'd kept them though, because they'd probably be worth a fortune to collectors. They're probably worth an absolute mint. Which is a shame. Never mind. I, 
that's going to be something. If I ever have children, I will buy two of each toy. It's not going to be worth it, though. It's really not going to be worth it because you have these collectors now. At, at that time, you didn't have collectors of such stature and availability. You didn't have the internet to buy the, the products over, and it was just not as well known. Yeah, you know, wait. That's sort of spoiling my plan then, because I was going to say, one for them, one for me to keep in storage. You know, and then 30 years later when they go, do you remember when I had that toy? You yeah. mean this one right here? My goodness, can I open it? No. It's one. worth more if you keep it in the original packaging. Yeah, one boxed, one unboxed. This is my retirement fund. I don't think it's really worth it now. Really isn't. I think it was worth it. And I I really regret saying to my mum, throw out all the... No, no, I think she just went up into the loft and got all my Star Wars stuff and literally threw everything out. I had absolutely everything, and I've only got a handful of stuff left now, so... See, I'm, as a hoarder, that is making me cringe. Oh, I'm gutted. I had an Atat, I had a Millennium Falcon, I had an X-Wing, I had a uh, Darth Vader's thing, and a, the Transporter as well. I had so much stuff. Even the yeah. Ewok village. I had the Ewok village. No one had the Ewok village. <laughs> and yet we had the Ewok village. Did you just make that yourself? No, 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 no. It's it's not like uh, Tracy Island on Blue Peter or anything like that. No, this was the Ewok village. It had three trees. Do you know, even I watched them make Tracy Island on Blue Peter. Right, I'm looking up the Ewok village. I'm not even a Star Wars fan, and uh, even I can tell that all of this stuff is, like, priceless now. Hang on. Bear with me. <gasps> there it is. Oh, my God. I, right. Okay. I'm sending you a picture through. This is wicked. I'm actually just going to look at this picture for the rest of the night. It had three trees. I got it right. It had three trees. And it had a lift. Oh. See, when you were just kept saying three trees, three trees, I thought, like, well, you just got three trees in a box. And I no, it's like a a platform strung from three trees. Yeah. And you had a lift on one side and a, a big ball that it could swing down and destroy the, the the evil guys there. That seems quite big, actually. It was massive. And do you know what the disappointing thing was, right? That Christmas that we got these, I've got a younger brother, and I was going through that, stage of looking for all the presents and I know exactly where they were they're in my mum and dad's cupboards and I went in there and saw the Ewok village oh wicked I'm gonna be getting that and then I saw a train set oh wicked I'm gonna be getting that and oh that must be for my brother that thing over there and oh look all all these other Star Wars stuff that must be for me come Christmas day I see my brother opening all these presents up and he's got this and he's got the Ewok village and he's got the train set and he's got this other thing for Star Wars and that little thing that I was like yeah that must be for him that was for me and I was thinking, oh, really disappointed oh. so don't go through your mum and dad's um, drawers <laughs> yeah I actually did that once and I I stupidly told my younger sister where the presents were because I was like I I was looking for something completely different. And I was like, oh, I just found some presents. 
and then I blabbed to her and she told my grandmother who then told my mother and she said, James, how does she know what she's getting for Christmas? Oh dear. I was like, I, well, I may have um, psychic powers. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh dear. I got luckily, ratted out as well. Luckily, I only saw like one or two things. So I didn't spoil it all, you know. But it was like, oh. After that, never looked again. <laughs> May have found presents accidentally, you know, later on. Uh, one, it was like, I opened the kitchen cupboard. The one cupboard that I never open. And I went, what's all this stuff in you? The kitchen cupboard? Yeah. <laughs> so, oh, hey, look, there's some books in you and stuff. I was like, right, that was actually for your birthday. So, uh, stop looking at them. <laughs> I was like, oh, I spelled it now then. I was like, yes, you might as well have them now then, have them now. I love the fact that your cupboard was called the kitchen cupboard as well. <laughs> the kitchen. Oh, the kitchen cupboard. I thought I, you said the kitchen cupboard. I thought you were being funny. No. Cupboard. No, right. It should have been called the kitchen cupboard now. Obviously, Google needs to do a Welsh English to English English translator thing. Well, what you have to do, you have to pronounce the kitchen cupboard and not the kitchen cupboard. The kitchen. Yeah, you're saying kitchen now. You were saying ka-ching. I thought it was the present cupboard and you all went, oh, look, there, ka-ching, all the stuff in there. Be brilliant. <laughs> right. No. No, the kitchen cupboard. Okay, well, I'm trademarking the ka-ching cupboard and I'm having a ka-ching cupboard now. Right. <laughs> hey, this could be called my ka-ching cupboard behind me. <laughs> not really ka-ching, more, oh, but, you know, not that I actually go, oh, you can that's hit actually that's actually quite pathetic. You can hear angels as you open it going, oh. That's better. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um. Okay. Right. Um. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to move on to one thing and then I've got a finale if you want. But have you got a glass of water there by that? Any chance? I've got some water by here. Okay. Right. You, my friend, are going to be a um, guinea pig. As it were, I was thinking of having a, uh, a a little race with you, or maybe a, just a little game. I just want to test it out, see if it would work on your good self, if you don't mind. Um, we are going to be having a slurp off. My mind's gone somewhere completely different. No, we're having a slurp off, and you know, obviously, slurping is this. Hang on. No, that was a terrible slurp. Hang on. <laughs> Now, the object of this game... That's really nice, actually. I think I'll win this easy. I, <laughs> I don't know what gives you that impression. Um, the object of this is to to be the f person who is still slurping after the other person has dropped out. Or just to see who lasts the longest in slurping. Okie dokie. <clears throat> kind of a race, but yet not a race. I think it's going to be harder than what you actually think. More like an endurance race. Hmm. Yeah, not a sprint. No. I don't run. Hmm. That might explain my massive belly. <laughs> it's not actually massive. I'm just, I have put on some weight, though. It's like, oh, dear. 
I caught sight of myself in the mirror by accident. I was like, oh my God. You know, right. when you when you look in directly, your mind sort of filters it out. But when you catch yourself in a ways, like I was in uh, McDonald's. I only really go in for the milkshakes now. And um, I sort of looked around and was like, don't I know that person over there? He looks really familiar. And then I realized it was me reflected in the mirror on the mm. wall. But I didn't recognize myself because I, uh, I had the beard at the time and my hair was a bit longer and I was wearing my big coat. And it's like, oh my God, I look like trash. I have to go home and look my, make myself look presentable. <laughs> I'm not vain, really. It's, I just look that bad. It was terrible. Okay, back to Slurpee. Yes, back to the Slurp-off. Right. Yes. I'm going to use that as an expression for something else later. Right. Are you ready? Yeah, right. I'm ready. Here we go. On one, two, three, no, three, two, one, and then go. Uh, wait, are we timing or are we just going to do it at the same time? No, f- person who's left standing. Yeah, okay then. Ready? Okay. Three, two, one, go. <laughs> Oh. Was that one slurp? <laughs> <coughs> I I made the schoolboy error of breathing in before I slurped. So did I. <coughs> <coughs> That's why I'm choking to death now. <coughs> <coughs> okay, best of three then. Oh. Don't I, don't I, moan. I might go and get some more water after this, and if we're doing three. Go on, I'll let you count it in then. Right. One, two, three. Oh. Oh, yeah. Well, that was, um,. That one was harder because I got less water in my cup, so I can't quite get the right slurpy angle. Yeah, you, you need a full cup. You need you need to, your cup to runneth over. See, this is something you can learn for next time. Three separate cups or extra water to fill it back up, mm. which I suppose would be more sensible. But why be sensible? Have three different cups. You can try different sizes, different lengths, different colours if you want to. Well, this is the sport. This is it right now. Okay, fair enough. Right, I'm going to go into the last thing then, if you don't mind. Oh, I thought we were doing it three times. No, it was the best out of three. You won twice, didn't you? That was more equal, I thought. Oh, okay. I coughed halfway and I lost it. (laughs) Okay, okay, okay. go on then. I'll let you count. No, I'll count this one then. Okay. Okay. Three, two, one, slurp. I can't get started. <laughs> no, I've lost it. No, I won that one. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you can't was, talk halfway through it. I, well, I thought I was thinking, I'm just drinking water, I'm not actually slipping. <laughs> I thought, yeah, 
I've lost, I got too much, but I still got a chunk of water because this cup's huge. But uh, yeah, I've lost it. See what I did there? I I made you do it three times and then by the third one, it tricked you into it actually thinking it's just a drink. Yeah, it's terrible. Yeah. We'll have to call that a tie. But since I'm the guest, I won. Anyway, on to the last thing. Ah, another penis-related thing. Are you ready? Of course. I'm always ready for penis-related right. things. This will get... If if we do have any listeners still listening, um, we w- this will get you looking at your hands. Uh, a look into the relative length of a man's index finger and ring finger may be a good predictor of the length of his penis, according to South Korean researchers. I've read about this. Have you? Oh, wicked. They found that the ratio between the second and the fourth digit on the man's right hand seemed to correlate into the length of his flaccid and stretched penis, with a lower index to ring finger length ratio indicating a longer penis. That's around about it. It's just getting people looking at their their hands. Yeah. I couldn't quite work it out. Because it was like, I got a measure from up here to down here or across here or, or no, what? If, if you hold your right hand out, palm away from you. Oh, palm away. See, I've been looking at palm facing. Well, it doesn't really matter. It's just your hand. But Peter Pointer, right. is, he, is he shorter than your ring finger? Mm, no. Sort of. They're both equal. Ah. They are basically equal. I think what they're saying is... Your ring, is it, no, Peter Pointer would be your flaccid and your ring finger would be your non-flaccid. And yeah, they're, they're not the same. <clears throat> I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. I feel like I should be bragging, but... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just got mutant fingers. I actually got mutant toes, never mind fingers. Mm. You know, toes go big toe. Yep. You no, know, large, smaller, 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 smaller. Yes. Smallest. Mine go big toe, <coughs> toe. Basically, the same toe. Small, small. Oh. Uh, yeah. Uh, my dad's got the same thing, so there's a chance that if I have a son then he'll have funny toes as well. Hmm. We got It's like the two middle toes are basically the same size. Oh. Well, that's weird. See, now, the thing is, I don't think it's weird because they don't make my feet look weird until you compare them to other people's feet because it's the same on both sides, you know, hmm. both toes. And uh, my last two toes are in accordance to the rest. They stop at the bottom of my toenail on each toe. So it doesn't look, it's not like they're sticking out like tentacles or anything. They're just, I mean, if they were, I could be making a good living at the freak show, you know. Do you know that there's a name for that as well? I know if you have your, your big toe and then the next toe to that, if it's longer than your big toe, <clears throat> That's called a Morton's toe. Ooh, or it's, it, it's called Morton's toe. Look at you knowing things. Yeah. Uh-huh. That's fascinating. That. Now explain why. 
Morton was the first man to have that toe. Apotheosis of a Bombast is brought to you by Scott Cockman and Elton McManus. You want chili sauce with that? I'm going to um, finish this show now, just in case. Okay. Uh, thank you, everyone, for listening. I hope you're all still there. Um, join us for a regular episode next week, if you don't mind. Uh, if you want to get in touch with us, you can get in touch with me via the email, which is bombastpodcast at gmail.com. Visit my site, which is bombastpodcast.podbean.com. Also visit the Rogue 2 site, which has lots and lots of lovely shows on there, and there may be some more added on there as well. Uh, I'm on Twitter, which is at Ultimate Manus. This silly man is on Twitter as well. Uh, what, what's your Twitter, ha- Twitter? Twitter handle? Well, on Twitter, I'm something quite unpronounceable. But on Twitter, <laughs> I'm Captain Morgan 30. Captain Morgan 30. There we go. And I think that's around about it. All, all is oh, left. Oh, I should on. say 30 as in 3 0. Not the word 30. Just in case there was some confusion there. You wouldn't believe the things people put down on the internet. Really? It was like, oh, but I've been pressing this button here to do it. And I was like, really? Because, you know, this button is the enter button. You're pressing the F button. What is wrong with you? <laughs> yeah. But I saw people do it on TV. It was like, like this. Okay, people. <laughs> right. Uh, could I uh, trouble you for a moral for this show, if you don't mind? What have you learned from this, this, uh, you know, forty-five minutes, hour or so? I haven't learned anything, but I think you've learned not to let me ramble on because you will get stories about rugby players shagging. Which was actually before the show. Yes, it was so. before the show. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I think you'll. Th- I think the mall is. People will think twice before talking to me, but if you do talk to me, you'll be very entertained, and perhaps need to bleach your brain afterwards. Okay, right. I'm gonna. I'm gonna go for check your finger length. Sod it. There we go. Yeah. Oh, that's a good one. I would have just said pull your pants down, but you know. <laughs> And then breathe heavily on my finger. Um, okay, right. Let's end this and <laughs> get out finger? of here. <laughs> respect me. Respect me. My finger's down here. Where's yours? Fucking <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Goodbye, people. Thank you very much. And see you next time. Goodbye, people. You poor, poor bastards. They weren't very good. It could have been a lot better. I didn't really like it. It was pretty terrible. It was bad. It was awful. I was terrible. Get him away. Hey, 